Welcome in, folks, to the Week 12 edition of the Third and Podcast. This is your co-host and co-commissioner, La Flama Blanca, Hunter McKinney, a.k.a. The Dynasty. And joining me today is Daniel Vincent, a.k.a. The Overachieving Losers, a.k.a. La Flama Rojo. For those of you that don't know what Rojo is, it means red. The red uh, flame. I was thinking it meant uh, next to last in the standings. That's also, yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate as well. <laughs> Alternative meaning. <laughs> well, let's get right into it. We don't want to make this another 40-minute podcast. So, last week, I, the people's team, Benny Nation, got upset by the people's most hated team, Champions of Life. Red Mamba ran over BK Randy's, but BK Randy's, ironically enough, on his uh, wedding weekend, put up 69 points. Hey! <laughs> Spike Squad put up a 146 on Daniel here. Daniel gets that, I think, every week, that 140 treatment. Yeah, I'm, I'm about tired of it. <laughs> then the Dynasty ran over Kim Jong-poon. And Dotto with the upset over High School Wrens. So at, with the standings, we actually have we have uh, McKinney in first, but from two to seven, second place to seventh place, it's separated by two games. So these next three weeks will be uh, very, very entertaining. Yeah, it's coming down the wire. Yeah, I'm just glad um, I'm not a part of it. You know, you know, you know how I feel. You know how that feels. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot less stressful. <laughs> well, the updated uh, points. Standings are, I have 35, I'm in first, McKinney is four points away with 31, and the people are down by another four from McKinney at 27. So, Dan, you got you got, you got to do people here. Comeback season, making a playoff run <laughs> without my team. Well, well, let's just get right into it. We'll start with the worst matchup of the week, Kim Jong-poon, Red Mamba. I don't know if you want to go over this. Let's give me Red Mamba by 50. Uh, let me look through here. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything good coming from Kim Jong-un. So give me – I'm going to say a little less. I'm going to say 25, Red Mamba. <laughs> look, he's playing the Atlanta defense for, I think, the third straight week. <laughs> Listen, Falcons are projected, and I swear to God I'm not making this up. They're projected .08 points. I think he'll find a defense and a kicker to get him up to a projected um, eighty-nine this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Tyler, if if, if you're listening, if you're still alive, and then I think uh, you should just stop wasting your time on this this season. Yeah, just delete the app, man. <laughs> All right, let's go to the second shittiest matchup: Benny Nation versus BK Wandy's. Oh, I thought you were going to say overachieving losers. <laughs> no, uh, my team's pretty uh, terrible this week. Uh, I don't know, man. You got some pretty Wait, good... wait, wait. I forgot to read off. Uh, forgot to read off these two guys' picks. Kenny and what's his name? Uh, Michael. Oh, oh, you mean the commissioner that quit week two? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What was the matchup? Sully? Okay, so McKinney picked Sully, and so did Mike. Okay. All right, so 
That's not a surprise to anybody. But okay, back to clean, huh? clean sweep for Sully. Yeah, that's never good though. So Fanny Nation and Wendy's. I'm gonna take myself here. Because even though my top two players are out, I still think DK Randy's is that bad. That bad. <laughs> uh, this is this is gonna be a tough one. Um, um, I'm I'm gonna pick you, but I think he's gonna have another big day from Thielen. I think uh, Kiki has a chance to really go off against the Titans, even though they have a tough defense. Um, but I'm going to go Finney by 15. Closer than the experts predict. Yeah. McKinney picked me, of course, because he's smart. And Michael picked BK Randy's. That's a true testament of his stupidity. (laughs) What's the third worst matchup? Please say me, please say me, please say me. Uh, I think it is. Yes. (laughs) That's that's uh, two that's two matchups uh, later than you expected, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So showdown of the week right here, me versus the commissioner who left us all, and the guy that screwed you over in the playoffs and cost you twenty bucks two years ago. But let's just forget about that. Yeah. I like how he didn't admit it until three years later. <laughs> that way he can't pay me. <laughs> Shout out to Ren for taking my money. You should ask if Ren would give it back. Ren would probably give you the twenty dollars back. Ren is a, uh, he's a, he's an honest man. He is a good guy. So who you got here? If you're listening, Ren, we all love you. It's true. Oh, it's damn true. <laughs> That's a WWE reference for all my listeners out there. <laughs> who says that? Oh, it's true. It's damn true. I have absolutely no idea. I mean, I've, I've watched WWE since I was like six, but I have no idea. Oh, it's Kurt Angle. Ah. The Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. All right. So back to this useless podcast. Champions Anyways. Champions of life versus overachieving losers. AJ Green versus Cleveland. Oh, let's talk about that real quick. You wanna you wanna get into that trade? Yeah. Okay. AJ Green, Nicholas Chubb, and Gregory Olson for Travis Kelsey and Michael Thomas. Number one tight end in the league. Yeah. And who else? Michael Thomas. Number two wide receiver in the league. Continue. Oh, I was just gonna say that was the trade. I don't think anybody's noticed. Oh, I thought you were going to brag about how they were on my team and I still couldn't win. <laughs> Watch them start going off even more now. I hope they do. <laughs> uh, I hope somebody from my team wins the championship this year. <laughs> if it can't be me, I hope it's one of my players. I'm that... surprised Myers hadn't blew us up uh, screaming at us on the Dude, chat. Myers hates anybody that trades to me. I could give up Todd Gurley for your kicker. And he would, he would, he would believe that the kicker is an elite thirty-point kicker a week. Yeah, and he would argue it. I agree. Myers, I love you though. Yeah, I love you for it. Keep shit stirred. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) says that. Okay, okay. Let's get back on the podcast. Who do you think will go off out of this matchup this week? For Mike, I think it's gonna be. 
Melvin Gordon against Arizona. Yeah, a lot of second half carries. Yeah, because Eckler's RB one. He'll be sitting out after the first half. I can see that. On your team, though, I can see two guys going off. AJ Green, Green, if he plays, and Nicholas Chubb. You're just saying that. <laughs> Honestly, if I was looking at my roster, I would say two players that could go off would probably be Doug Baldwin. And uh, honestly, probably either Nick Chubb or AJ Green. Yeah, dude, the Cincinnati run game—they've been just not been the same. So, I think if AJ comes back, they're sitting at five and five. They're going to try to make a run for the wild card. So I think uh, AJ Green is probably going to have a good rest of the season for fantasy. Yeah, I feel like Cincinnati's one of those teams that has to use the pass to open up the run game. And so. if you, yeah, and if you look at the schedule, it's very, very fantasy. Uh, Happy. Yeah. If, if they can get A.J. Green going, that helps out Mixon and, and Andy Dalton as well. So. Yeah, and you're double-dipping now with Cam and Olsen. And Olsen scored in every game he's played since uh, returning from injury except for one. Yeah, and that's this coming week because he's on my team. Well, I'm going to have to – I'm going to put Dan <laughs> here. I'm going with Dan. You're going to pick my team? Yeah. Really? Because yeah. fuck Mike Evans – Mike suck ass Evans because he sucks ass. He I said that and he puts up his season high twenty seven points and he beats he beats me. Yeah. And Stephon Diggs, he's a piece of shit too. He has turned into the absolute definition of boomer bust, Mike Evans. Dude, he had five catches, fifty yards, and a touchdown on the last drive of the game last week. And those Michael's receivers won it for him. Those two shitty receivers won him a very crucial matchup. Yeah, and and honestly, if you look at Stefan Diggs's numbers too, I mean, he's boomer bust, you know, extreme boomer bust as well. You know, he'll go from having a thirty-one point game to a three-point game. So yeah, I mean, I could either get wrecked by those two guys, or I could get wrecked by Melvin Gordon. So I'm gonna take Mike. <laughs> Jesus, you're gonna you're gonna pull a Mike out so you can pick against yourself. Yeah, I've got to, dude. I mean. The way it's looking, sitting at what three and eight. Well, yeah. Mike's been on a four-game winning streak, and he's convinced his team is good, but it's not. So, yeah, I think, I think if if it comes down to like a Monday night game, and uh, you know I might lose on this pick, I'll just sit my whole team or whoever's left. Sit you, my kicker. So you have a kicker on Monday. He doesn't. He's he's done on Sunday. So yeah, I hope I mean, that's the worst thing that could happen is losing to a kicker on Monday night, and that's happened to me kind of. I'm going to do it for the people, though, not for my team. Yes, do it for the league. The people need a major comeback, and since I'm picking Mike, if I have to, I'll just sit my kicker. Yeah. So All right, on to the next one, I guess. Who we got versus the Dynasty? Dynasty, yep. Mm, this is a juicy one, folks. This is. This is going to be good, because Ren's team's always projected, like, fairly low, you know, for a good team. Mm-hmm. But he's got he's got guys that can go off any week at every position. Yeah, especially let's see. Um, when was it week ten? Whenever he went off. Oh, I'm guessing he played you. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> Brandon Cooks had 21, Kamara had 24, and David Johnson had 33. 
He's got that capability again this week, folks. Yep. He's got Andrew Luck versus Miami. T.Y. versus Miami. Ridley versus Nola. Camaro versus Atlanta. DJ versus the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> and Sony Michelle at Giants. So, yeah. But he's McKinney's got Breeze against Atlanta. Antonio at Denver. This is going to be close, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think Ren has more of a chance to beat his projections. Yeah, but uh, with with McKinney having a projection of one thirty nine this week, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think he'll underachieve that much to for Ren to win. Um, you look at his team. I mean, yeah, he's got AB against you know Chris Harris in the Denver secondary, OBJ against Philly that has potential to be a huge game for OBJ because apparently Philly's cornerbacks are in dire straits. Um, then you got Aaron Jones coming on strong against Minnesota. Uh, McCaffrey against Seattle. I'm going to have to go with McKinney here, but I think it'll be a tight one. A yeah. lot closer than the projections. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think this this one has, the you know, it's got the chance to go either way and it's going to be uh... – it's going to come down to the last players playing. It has the hops to be a Los Angeles Rams, Kansas City Chiefs type uh, of matchup should, this week. We should definitely attend this matchup. Who's is it? A Ren's house? It's yeah, it's at Ren's house. Right, Ren is on the right side of this matchup. He's at home. Yeah, yeah. So let's all go out to old uh, Tuckle Plains where there's no Wi-Fi and uh, <laughs> not watch the games and just discuss what's probably happening in their matchup. Yeah. Come back on Tuesday afternoon and <laughs> see who won. View the week recap <laughs> when we get back to civilization. Well, I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to pick Rice Bowl Rins. Uh-oh. I'm going to go with Rin, man. I think Kamara and DJ, it's, it's those running backs. I think those running backs are about to ball out. Sony Michelle, uh, he came back the week before his bye. He had like five carries. He didn't do nothing but... After that, he, last week he had a bye, so I think he's going to come out of the bye. He's going to be the go-to guy, and he's got Kamara yeah. and DJ, like I said. So, I think, and and you can't forget about the Sony Michelle. Yeah, that's that's, like, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, th- this is a running back league. Apparently, um, I didn't know that whenever I drafted two wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that might be the the biggest difference is just wh- whoever's running backs go off. I mean, if Aaron Jones goes off again, then yeah, I'll pick McKinney. But you know, it, it's looking. Aaron Jones is not going to keep this up. I don't think. <laughs> Look at this. Last week he had eleven carries for forty yards, and he ended yeah. up having twenty five fantasy points. Yeah. But I mean, shout out to everybody that fucked on me for carrying him off like the first six weeks. Yeah, he's cash fan. Why don't you drop him? At Michael Barlock at BK Randy's. That sounds like something Hunter McKinney would say right after he right before he adds him off waivers. Well, the worst part is when I traded with him a few weeks ago, he said I could have Jalen Richard or Aaron Jones, and my dumb self picked Jalen Richard. And then the next day, Boy. I Montgomery got traded. So, shot to McKinney. <laughs> All right. Final matchup. We have the matchup of the week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Spike Squad versus Rolling with Mahomes. He stole his opponent's name. Let's go. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, Dado can't play Mahomes because he's on a bye. But what was the field Yates said, Nan? Uh, I believe he said that he was going to start Mahomes out of pure respect for his fantasy performance <laughs> so far this season, even though he's on a bye. And that might be the greatest tweet fantasy-related I've ever seen on Twitter. Because it's salute to Mahomes. Yeah. The guy's a beast, man. Hashtag it. <laughs> so Dado is uh, gonna play another young quarterback in uh in lieu of Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson versus Oakland. <laughs> and I think Lamar Jackson's about to light it up. <laughs> you think so? Against Oakland, heck yeah. Yeah, you know what? I do too. Uh, give me I, I, huh? I think he'll go off, yeah. dude. And I think it's going to be with his feet. Give me Lamar Jackson for oh, yeah. a hundo plus on the ground with a rushing touchdown, at least. Really? Yes. That's that's pretty tough right there. 16, that's, six, that's, what is that, 16 points just on the ground. I'm calling it right yeah, now. Yeah, Lamar. That, that would mean he would have, uh, what, like 115 passing? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. If you got 16 rushing, you don't even need to pass the rest of the game. He's already matched. Stafford and Flacco and all those scrubs on a weekly basis. Yeah, good point. Yeah, this is a big risk, big reward. Yeah. Uh, streamer play for Dato, but I kind of like it. Dato has some massive gonads. I don't know how he puts his pants on in the morning. <laughs> he starts some of the craziest people and then they go off. Dato, big sack, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, like. Mark Ingram trading for that guy? Like, who in their right mind would do that? But then he, you know, puts up 40-something over the past two weeks. Yeah, since he's come back, he's put up 20, and then he put up 5, then he put up 10, then he put up 2, then he put up 23 and 23. So, Dotto is is literally relying on boomer bust players at every position. And I honestly love the strategy because you're going to win or lose as it is, you know, even if you have elite players. So, you might as well go boomer bust and just – Win by 50 or lose by 50. And all honesty, Dato's crazy ass has picked the booms every fucking week. (laughs) (laughs) He's got Juju at Denver. I like that play. Allen Robinson at Detroit. That's a good play, even though Robinson's really not that good. But in the matchup, he is. Ingram versus Atlanta. Beast. Lamar versus Tennessee. eh. Hooper against Nola. Good play. Sanders, good play. And he's playing Tucker this week. He's playing Tucker at kicker instead of Boswell. That's a risky play, okay? That's why I don't carry two kickers. That, that'd that be too hard for me to pick. Yeah. Next guy. Yeah, I would, you know, honestly, I would probably have to go with Boswell and Denver just because uh, you can kick it further. No, but it's going to be hard, though. It's going to be uh, windy and whatnot. Oh, is it? I think, right? Yeah, I haven't checked the weather. I don't know. Yeah, isn't that what they tell you in school, though, the higher up you are, the more red. No, I'm just kidding. I'm making stuff up. <laughs> okay. And the fuck... What is it McKinney says? Anyways. Anyway. No, the the biggest play for Dotto, the defense god, he is starting Houston versus the Titans. Hashtag it. You mean the same Titans that beat the shit out of the Patriots and then lost to the Colts? Yep. Those same... Or the same... Those same Titans. <laughs> Hashtag Andrew Luck, son. Spike Squad, Kirk Cousins, Uggo, Julio Jones. He's going to be a beast at NOLA. 
Corey Davis, okay. Fournette. I hate Fournette, but I don't know how to feel about him at Buffalo. Just give me I'm, Buffalo. He should get a lot of second half carries. I would yeah. think could be similar to the Melvin Gordon situation this week. He's got he's still got Jared Cook. Can somebody tell me why this guy still has Jared Cook? <laughs> I think Jared Cook might be the only guy that's slightly fantasy relevant in Oakland. Yeah. I mean, I had Doug Martin, and that was dumb. no. Jalen Richard is a good flex guy during these bye weeks. Yeah, if you had to stream him, yeah. Like nobody's like nobody's even picked him up. I don't know. I guess that's why everybody's team sucks. That's eight points guaranteed a week. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I definitely should have picked him over Doug last week. But... And then he's got Jared Cook's uh, younger brother, Dalvin Cook, at flex. The Cook boys. Uh, Cook only had point five points last week. Yeah, man. What? Trash. What an uggo. All right, give me, give me Dado right here. I'm going with Dado. I'm calling it. Dado is gonna make the playoffs for the second year in a row. Ooh. He's got Mahomes. He's got Juju. He's got Ingram. <laughs> he's got Sanders. He's got enough playmakers to make the playoffs. And when he's streaming a defense that gets you twenty plus every week, give me Dado. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Dado by Dado by fifteen. We're on the Dado train. So, Michael has also picked Dado. Let's go, man. And then Myers yeah. has picked – or McKinney's picked Myers, of course. That's dumb. What about the last one with uh, Ren and McKinney? Who did uh, Michael and McKinney pick? Uh, Mike wanted McKinney. Okay. And McKinney, of course, took himself like he has every other week. Yeah, what year. a selfish guy. I'll tell you what's not selfish, though. Actually, I'll tell you what is selfish. It's how you white people always hide the deviled eggs. Whoa, 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 whoa. You always hide the deviled eggs. There's no room for racism on this podcast. You white people always hide the deviled eggs for the guest. Am I right or am I wrong? I'm not even going to respond to that racist comment. I'm going to call the NAACP. What are, you, what are you most looking forward to tomorrow, Dan? For Thanksgiving? What sides? <laughs> Top three sides. Give them to me. Top three sides. Um, hash brown casserole. I love me some good old fashioned corn off the cob. And Wait, say that again. Just corn, oh. you know, like corn off the cob, cream corn, whole kernel corn, you know, and um, probably cornbread. I love oh. me some cornbread. I'm a cornbread guy. I'm sorry McKinney's not here, but he would give you a big old smooch right now for saying that. He's a cornbread guy himself. I feel like McKinney's just a bread guy. <laughs> who isn't a bread guy, though? Unless True. you're on keto, True. then you're a little bitch who doesn't eat bread. Yeah, I don't know anybody on keto. McKinney said uh, his favorite Thanksgiving side is dressing and a form of cornbread. <sighs> Buddy, let's go. Cornbread for life. Did- I love cornbread too. When I was in elementary school, there were two things that uh, I would give. It's either roll or cornbread. And I was a vegetarian, so I always trade my meat <laughs> for uh, the cornbread and roll. <laughs> That's why I'm so good at trading, man. I don't know how this shit works. Started at a young age. I'll trade my meat. <laughs> Okay, let's get to Boomer Bust. What do you What do you think? Um, 
Let's go ahead and name their booms and bust off. Right. So, let's do a beast of the week. McKinney said he's going to do a beast of the week for his own team. He's picking old blowjob, OBJ. Uh-oh. And Mike is picking Lamar Miller. Hmm. Can it be a quarterback? No, Lamar Miller, not a – or, not yeah, Lamar Miller, not Jackson. Uh, oh, okay, okay, I got you. Might be. And, and that's ironically enough, that's a player off Dado's team. <laughs> yeah, boy. Who do you? Oh, here. I'm gonna pick Mark. Ingram. I have not picked. I'll let you finish explaining why you were gonna pick Mark Ingram. Oh, I was just gonna say it's just they're playing the Falcons and it's in Nola, home of the homeless. <laughs> home of the uh, campsite under the interstate. Yeah, dude, those massive ass tents—they probably have better, uh, better home than we do. Their bedrooms are way bigger than mine. Tbh, <laughs> they'd be eating them beignets out of the trash, man, every morning, living the life. Yeah, and then when they get buried, they get buried in a mausoleum. They don't even don't even have to go in the ground. Yeah, dude. Low key, Noah's pretty cool. It is. I think it's just downtown that's fun. I think everything else is really a piece of crap. Yeah. Not downtown, I, I meant Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed, like, the swamp scenery on the way down, too, and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, man. Like, if you're, if you're driving at night or even during the day and you goes off and you go off, you know, you go off the road, out here you're running, you know, the side of the road or into a ditch. Out there, you're going to fucking drown. <laughs> yeah, everything is surrounded by water out there. It's It's pretty strange. You definitely don't see stuff like that in East Tennessee. 10 out of 10 would recommend, and I would love to go to a New Orleans game in the Superdome. We should uh, we should pick a good game. Like, we could, like, you know, something like the Rams and Saints, like, this year. Or the Rams-Chiefs. Yeah. I, should, I totally should have went to that one, too. Yeah, something I've learned now after this past weekend is, go when we, if, if anyone is listening, go to games where the over-under is high. You... Nobody likes a defensive game. Everybody wants points. Yeah. Definitely keep in mind when I pick games in the future. That was a football game with a high school basketball score. Yeah. Also known as a halftime of an NBA game score. Also known as a higher score than a high school girls game. (laughs) Than a McMinn Cherokee's women's basketball game. No comment. (laughs) All right. So... Who's your beast? My beast of the week, man. This is going to be tough. I'm probably just going to pick somebody at random. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I'm actually going to go with Julio Jones. Yep, it's a good pick. Julio Jones against Nola. Uh, Matt Ryan has been slinging that baby. Jones is – is he still leading the, the league in yardage? Um. TBH, I do not know, but if you give me 20 seconds, I will pull it up on my a laptop. Hold on, I got you, dog. Um, receiving yards. Yeah, Julio Jones with 11.58. And then Tyreek is 52 behind him with 11.06. And then third, actually, is Michael Thomas. Now, that's who I was going to pick as my boom this week against Atlanta at home. 
I just feel like he's not getting enough targets, but what he does with the targets is very, mm-hmm. you know, very good. But Julio's getting the targets. Um, he's got 100, think- 111 with 73 receptions. And getting the yards, I think the touchdowns are about to flood in the second half. Um, so watch out for Myers' team. Well, to go back to what you, you know, you said Hill was number two on that list in yards. Yeah. You should also uh, note that he just has his bye week coming up this week. Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably going to fall out of the top five. Yeah, that, that is a good point. Mike Evans just need like eighty yards to, you know, eclipse him. Yeah. But Julio Jones, I think you're right with that. He's getting insane. He's getting not insane, but he's getting really, really good uh, targets. Mm-hmm. And at this rate. He's got how many more games left? 12, 13, 14, 15. 12, 13, 14, 15. He's got six games left. Yeah. He if he just needs one massive game and he could make a run at 2000. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and not only that, but I mean <clears throat> with the yards should come the touchdowns. I just it's I feel like it's an anomaly that he's only got 3 so far this year. Yeah, so just to put it into perspective, you know, he's got – what the hell? It's not even loading. Here we go. His three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Other notable players with three touchdowns. Josh Gordon, Sterling Shepard, Sammy Watkins, Dante Moncrief, Kendrick Bourne, Curtis Ke- Samuel. So, yeah. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Greg Olson has set out half of the season, and he has more touchdowns. Than yeah. It's – it's crazy, man. Yeah. Beast of the week. Michael has, we already said, Lamar Miller, OBJ. No, OBJ OBJ was McKinney's. Yeah, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, you had Ingram. Yep. So for bust, um, McKinney has picked Carson. And Michael said, how the hell is Carson a bust? My, <laughs> McKinney said, he a bitch. And on your team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would amen to that one, dude. Uh, both both situations. <laughs> and Michael has picked uh, his bust as Adam Thielen because you know he's on the guy that he picked to win in this matchup. Yeah, so I don't know how that makes sense. That's literally AP's best player, and Michael <laughs> thinks he's gonna bust, but he still thinks AP's gonna beat me. Yeah, I'm glad this is not our commissioner anymore. Same. Michael is a pretty ignorant dude. So I'm going to have to pick. We're doing bust. So I'm going to have to go on Michael's team here. Uh, I'm going to go with. No, Michael's got good matchups. I can't pick him. I'm going to go to AP's team then. Okay. No, I'm not doing that. Last time I picked my opponent's player as a bust, he dropped 28 on me. Let's go to Poon. That's a good. That's a good candidate. <laughs> what what classifies as a bust? Let me clarify. Uh, five points under their projection. Five under. Okay. And Beast is five over. Okay. So, for my bust, I will be picking. I will be picking. Keenan Allen. I don't think he gets fourteen point three versus Arizona. Okay. Um, did somebody already say Lamar Miller? Yep, McKinney. 
and that was no, that was Michael's uh, beast. Yeah, against Tennessee, I don't see that happening. Uh, you know, the second best run defense in the in the league. Um, I like Houston a lot, and I think they're going to destroy don't, the Titans. Dan, Dan, Dan don't do this. Don't finish this. What? What you're about to do. Don't finish this thought. What, you don't think Lamar Miller's going to be a bust? No, you're, you're doing the same thing Michael did with his uh, bust. You picked, uh, what's his face? To, you picked Dotto to win, but you think uh-huh. he's going to be. Uh, good point, good point. Just, but, but still, even even with a, even with Lamar Miller busting, I still think Dato's gonna win. Yeah. Let me look at it, and make sure. Yeah, dude. You've got you've got Mark Ingram as a boom, and I think that in in Lamar Jackson, yeah, I think Lamar Miller is gonna bust. All right. I mean, I can yeah. see it happening too because Titans' run defense is really really good. Yeah. And he's projected twelve point five. I mean, that's. You think he's not going to get seven? No. Damn. Yeah, there's been several weeks where he's got you know right around seven. One, two, three, four. There's been four weeks so far this season where he's got uh, eight or less, eight point ten or less, I guess. I mean, I, I can definitely see it happening too here, but so. Our number two standing, which is me, I think everybody picked me to win, at least for the majority. Spike Squad, I think, three of us picked Dotto. So we're expecting a big shift here at number three. Uh-huh. And I think number four could go go down as well, realistically, versus Dynasty. So I think three and four have a really good chance at losing this week. Yeah. Uh, number five is Champions of Life. And he's playing Dan. He's got a real. <laughs> he's got a real chance of moving up in the stands. <laughs> no, I think Michael's four wins. This whole BS he's had is going to end soon. So we're going to have a big shift in the standings come this time next week. Yeah, I agree. Um, luckily, me, Poon, and uh, BK <laughs> Randy's won't have to worry about it. So, how how about them balls this weekend, boy? Uh, they're actually playing tonight. Uh, I hope you're talking about the same balls I am. I'm gonna get no, off here and I'm watch some of it. To Drew be honest, Locke and Derek Dooley coming into Neyland and whooping that ass. Boy, they laid the smack down on them. I thought we was playing the University of Alabama, Missouri. <laughs> University Tigers of Alabama and Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They literally came in there and dominated from the kickoff, man. I was I watched it live and I had never seen a ass stomping in Maitland Stadium like I saw. You Saturday. don't go to the right games then, because there are, there are a lot more worse ass weapons in Maitland. Good point. Good point. I just uh, I don't pay to I don't pay a lot of money to watch those ass weapons. I go to the cheap ones like. Well, Missouri move your phone up a little bit and give me your uh, pick this week for Vandy and what's what is it Tennessee? Because Tennessee needs this win to become Vandy. Well, Tennessee? they're bowl eligible, but as of right now, I think they're saying there are too many six-win teams, so Tennessee might miss bowl game if they lose. Yeah, it'll be tight. Um, 
this game's gonna be a lot closer than the Missouri game. I hope Vandy's Vandy's favored to win by what's the Vandy's stat a favorite versus that in Neyland? No, never mind. It doesn't matter if it's at Vandy. I think that's right. Is that not? No, Tennessee is favored by three and a half for some reason, but the matchup predictor on ESPN shows Vandy with a wow. 61% chance to win, which is strange. You know where the game's at? Neyland or um, Nashville? It is at wow. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt Stadium. Um, I feel like Vandy's going to beat Tennessee for the second year in a row. I'm pulling for the Vols, of course, because I like Garantano. I really like Keller Christ, even though he had a big pick. And then I think he had two picks last week. He throws the ball good. He's got some deep play um, accuracy. I like Marquez Callaway and Ty Chandler. But, I mean, if we don't do something with that offensive line, we're going to lose um, and get beat the exact same way Missouri beat us last week. Yeah, our offensive line and our defensive line are garbage. Um, Pruitt was sending six, seven guys every play and couldn't get to the quarterback, and therefore Drew Locke yeah. picked our secondary apart. Oh, uh, give me Vandy by ten. That's a bold uh, prediction. Yep, I like Pruitt and I like the things yeah. he's doing. It's just well, not the right team. I don't yet. know who to pick. Tennessee, both. The two big football teams in Tennessee are both weird, Titans and Vols. So there's no point in picking one because you're going to look like an idiot <laughs> either way if you pick against him or for him. So I'm not going to make a prediction exactly. here. Georgia Tech, Who's Georgia got the nerds. This week? Georgia Tech. Yeah. yeah, that one should be an easy game for you guys. You got that triple option to defend. Yeah, this is rivalry week. Isn't it? Is there anything else we need to discuss for this week? I mean, I'm looking at ESPN. And I oh, Michigan, Ohio like, State. Michael's, tough Michael's not here to defend up Michigan. Dude, we don't even talk about teams that are outside yeah. of the SEC. What are you thinking? No, I'm just kidding. We can talk about them. But I think uh, I think the next biggest matchup is oh, the yeah? LSU A&M yeah. game in the oh, West. Yeah. Give me um, who you think is going to win know? that one? Hang on, I'll tell you. Give me the home team in that one, whoever it is. Yeah, give me A&M. Kyle Field. Uh, A&M are actually, uh, let's see, LSU are a two-and-a-half point favorite. Do you think they beat the spread? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I think it'll be a tight one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say LSU's coming away, man. Their defense is really good. Um, if they had anybody other than a game manager in they'd Burrow, be, yeah, they'd be, be a, they'd be yeah they'd be competing for a playoff spot right now. But all right, well if that's about it, then we can go ahead and end this. Yep, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for having me on, man, and. I hope I can uh, do the people justice and, and, and uh, start a comeback. Yeah, you got.